Her left hand was an eagle's claw digging for his brachial artery, her right fingers curled on his throat. Batayan froze. Dian's teeth were bared. Her breath was quick, too quick for a woman who thought only in human terms. Batayan's pulse pounded in his temple. Sweat trickled down his neck. He didn't move, didn't flinch, didn't try to shift away. If he moved at all, Dean's wolf-honed instincts would close those half-curled fingers and tear his throat like fangs. The prey is down. Make the kill. The bloodlust of the gray mental voices tightened Dean's muscles like wire. The trickle of moisture that slid around Batayan's ear toward his pulsing carotid artery was a fascination for her dilated gaze. Batayan's world narrowed to that pair of wolf-blinded eyes. There was a hint of yellow around her violet pupils, as if the eyes were no longer completely hers, but partly belonged to the wolves. Tear, slash, taste the blood in your teeth. He started to suck in a breath, but her hands became steel on his neck. Slowly, carefully, like hauling in a catch with a thread, he took air into starved lungs. For months, Dean had been running with the wild wolves, not with the partner wolf who knew humans. She was too close, too full of the gray ones. They gnawed the inside of her skull as she poised. They licked her lips with her tongue, tensed with her muscles, snarled in her throat. It was not Dean who hung above him. It was the wolf pack in the distance. Batayan knew all this, was slammed with the realization in that fractional time before her hand tightened, before her nails dug fatally into his flesh, before the wolf in her was loosed. With that flash of knowledge, he re-centered himself with the same lightning speed. His brown eyes projected the calm he forced himself to feel. He let the tension leach from his muscles so that the change from resistance to no threat was fast, silent, soothing. Dean felt the challenge in his body fade, felt the intensity of the moment shift, felt the hammer of his pulse steady beneath her fingers where her left hand had clawed for his artery. She sucked in a breath. The wolves in her head, ten, twelve of the wild ones, blurred her vision between the man on the training mat and the indigenous Erin that had been downed by the wolves barely two kilometers away. The two k's of distance were not a barrier to Dean. Even across that space, the gray mental voices frayed the edge of her thoughts as one of the wolves latched onto a haunch of the dying animal. Speed, tear, yank back. Dean's hand tightened around Batayan's throat. Batayan did not move. 
he forced himself to watch her with that smooth, calm expression. She dragged in another breath. She could partly see him now, his brown-gray hair damp and curled, his brown eyes steady as he waited for her to regain control. Control. Woman, not wolf. But she could feel the bodies, the iron-hard muscles, as the wolves leaped and dodged the Erin's desperately tossing horn. Fur roughed on broken branches, icy mud squidged up between toes, musk and blood odors clogged her nose. Lupine hunger lust leaked through her mental shield like a sieve, and her chest knotted as a gray one slashed the distant Erin's flank. Batayan did not move.